Hello? Hello, I can't hear Lori. Oh, I can't hear Lori either. Lori! Can you? Oh, Lori, now I. Oh, I hear you. There she is. There can you hear me now? Hi! Got snow on the wires? Uh, that's it. That's <laughs> gotta be it. <laughs> it's what they call white noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, are any of you with Sprint? No. Gosh, I didn't know they still existed. <laughs> well, they just merged. Today was my fourth attempt to go and trade in my phone because it actually isn't working. I thought I had to trade it in. Well, finally, they gave me a new SIM card. That helped a little bit. But because I'm on a family plan with some friends, they said, well, if you get your new phone, it'll shut down all their phones. And oh, I'm like, I can't do that. So then I text the friend of mine that we're on her plan. She's like, I'm on the phone with them. They said that's not going to happen. The place I am is like, yeah, it is. And so I have this great trade-in value and I can get a phone, but I can't seem to get it. So then... One of the people on our plan went to Best Buy and got their phone and had no problem. So I go to Best Buy. This is number three. They're like, no, we can't access your account. But look at this. And I showed him the verification that we were switched over. They're like, yeah, sorry, can't help you. So then oh I <laughs> I go to a store and they're all like, yeah, yeah, this is great. But uh, we don't have the phone you want. And I go, well, can you order it? No, you just got to call us every day. And if we have it, we'll hold it for an hour. <laughs> Wow, do you want my business or not? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever. So oh my gosh. I'm just hanging with my my old phone. I mean, I like it. It's actually working a little better with the SIM card in it. But you know how you get all excited about a new phone and then it's like oh, yeah. yeah, no. Sorry. And what were you gonna get? What new phone do you want? Well, I wanted the 13 Pro, but the 13 regular, because it I I want I didn't want one smaller than the one I have, but the new 13 is smaller. But the thing is, it's the exact same screen size because they take away all that extra white, you know, on an iPhone. Yeah. So I'm trying to wrap my head around all of that because you know you get used to a certain, you know, thing. Quality. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, once you get that 13, you're gonna be able to make like really quality movies. I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> Cinematic. I could get a 12. They have those in, but they're they're not the 5G. So I really want to, if I'm going to make the, I mean, I kept my last phone, I think for five years. So I don't want to, I want to get something that's going to work right away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's, that's been my week between Christmas and New Year's. How about you guys? <laughs> um. Wow. It's been kind of a blur. I mean, I've been, you know, working. So it hasn't really seemed like um, that much of a difference to me, right? Like it's in some ways, it's kind of just another week. But also, it's not like I'm aware that it's a holiday. <laughs> and so it's like my body has has gone ahead and um, kind of got into that. Oh, I'm on vacation mode, even though I'm really not. I'm not explaining this very well. I don't know how to explain it. I just, I find myself being like, oh, I'm on vacation, you know, and like sleeping in and not going to, you know, the gym. Like I signed up for this gym a couple of weeks ago and um, I was all excited about it. Now I'm like, oh, I'm on vacation. And then it didn't help that it's snow, it looks snowy and icy, which, 
you know, I grew up in Ohio. It's really not that snowy and icy, but it's a nice excuse to go, oh, I couldn't possibly go out, you know? <laughs> and so it's weird. I'm in, I'm in like limbo land, you know, but I'm enjoying it. I'm in happy limbo land. How about you, Anna? I feel like I'm exactly where you are. Not that I joined a new gym, but at least like for a month, I have been going to the gym which has been nice because, you know, when you've been stuck trying to use the equipment that you have at home, you can get a little tired of it. So it's been nice to have that option. But now that it's snowed and we live on a hill, we can't go anywhere. Yeah. When it's, anytime it snows here, I think we, we're we not going anywhere because we don't know how to take care of our streets. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not not a slam. It's just that it's just a fact. And we saw some like newscast they were talking to some couple from Montana. They were like at the Pike Place market and they were like, yeah, we are not impressed with how you guys don't plow your streets around here. <laughs> the anchors, the anchors, they go back to the anchors and they're laughing and they're like, yeah, we know. They didn't even fight it. Yeah. And it's not new. I mean, I've lived. Okay. I lived in Seattle for like 10 years back in the nineties. And then I lived here last year, whatever. It's snowed just about every year. I mean, it's not like Boston snow or Ohio snow, but it's snow and ice. It's enough that like, if it snowed the the 15 years out of the last hundred that I've lived there, it seems to me that you ought to invest in like a couple of salt trucks and a plow. Right. You know, like, and not just like the interstates do like, I give it huge, give it up for Washington DOT. They are epic, guys. I mean, the Snoqualmie Pass, all that stuff, uh, Auburn, they do their damnedest to get all that stuff cleared. But the actual city streets, like in Seattle and Bellevue and all that stuff, come on, you guys, you know, let's face facts. It does snow. <laughs> let's get ahead and deal with it, you know. I, I think they really count on everybody just staying home. And, you know, I think we saw it. I saw it more than ever this time. I think, like, COVID just knocked the wind out of everyone. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to work. Which is great for a day. I mean, like, I'm living proof of that. It's really great for a day. But, you know, it's not great for a week. It's also fun. It was nice to have a white Christmas, or I guess it was kind of a white Christmas night. I think we didn't we didn't wake up with snow on Christmas Day. We had it the ne- that, that night. How about you guys? Did it snow Christmas Eve in Seattle or... Same as in Oregon. I was supposed to go to Portland, well, Oregon City. And when my kids saw the severe weather warning, they're like, you're not coming. We don't want you driving. I'm like, but I have a Jeep. And in the end, I was really glad um, because, you know, I, I love driving around here in my Jeep. But a long road trip, you know, it just gets really tense because people drive like they're scared. And right. No, ma- no matter how many wheels you have, Lori, you're not impervious to ice. True. <laughs> that, like, the, the, the roads are littered with people in four-wheel drive vehicles who think that they can drive through anything. And they can drive through snow and they can drive through mud, but, they, but ice is ice, no matter how, how big you are. I, I think it's that. It's the cocky. Yeah. I don't have the yeah. cocky. <laughs> you do not have the cocky. Thank God. You know, you have what's called a brain. <laughs> yeah. you know, I need to jump off for, like, two minutes. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. Continue without me. Okay, so Anna, 2022. Oh my gosh, is Anna gone? There she is. Hi. Do you hear me here? I okay. can hear you, Claire. Are you hearing me at all? Yeah, I can hear you, but we weren't. No. Okay. Claire, Claire had to jump off for a minute, and Anna, the oh, okay. the, the um engineer's been here since three in the morning. I was gonna quickly run in there. I don't just don't want to keep him here. 
Oh, sounds good. Okay, so Claire should she should be back like in one minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, you hold the fort. I'll be right back. Okay. I got Sadie. Let's chat with Sadie. Sadie, what are your thoughts on the tensions in Ukraine? Where are you with climate change? Interesting. And the Omicron surge. You're not alone. Okay, I'm back. Uh Uh-oh. Where'd you guys go? Do you hear me now? There you are. I lost you. Okay, good. Hi. Oh, because I had you guys on mute. Um, because of Sadie barking? To... <laughs> no, that was awesome. I love that she was barking. I was actually doing an interview with her, so oh, okay, she contributed great. a lot. She was talking about the Omicron. You know how they have the graphics of the of COVID nowadays, and you know it used to have just the the red stems on it, and then <laughs> Delta might have additional spatterings of orange or other colors on it, and now the omicron they make it look so pretty (laughs) (laughs) because now it's got this added action green action green like the seahawks (laughs) yeah it's got seahawks colors on it now (laughs) i have to look wait where's do we not have Lori? she is she had to step out didn't she'll be coming back soon but we both had to step Um, out something about an engineering something or another so (laughs) Something about an engineering something or other. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to look at this now. Um, okay, I honestly, I've kind of, it's not that I've checked out on Omicron because I've been, you know, paying attention, but I haven't really looked at the picture. So I'm going to look at this. Oh, you're right. It does. It's got like action green and it's a little, It's not you know, so spiky. It's like flowers. It's pretty. I wonder why Ocean they're doing blue. that. Well, they can't, that's not something they can make up, right? I mean, that's an actual picture graphic of a, an infection, right? I like, they're not just so. drawing it. Are, are you guys saying that COVID's are getting they? prettier? Yes, that's exactly what she's saying. <laughs> Sadly, yes. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, the colors are, are prettier. I will give you that. But this one I'm looking at now on the New York Times, it's like it's got zits and hair. It's like a teenager. <laughs> Like, it, you're right. It used to be spikes. Of the virus. Yeah. It used to be spikes, and now it's like stubble and little pimples. And <laughs> it's really gross, actually, looking at it. Okay, so one's like a nicer selfie, and the the other one's like without the filters. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. This COVID's blossoming. And it's cranky, and it's it's never in a good mood. It's... <laughs> It's mean to the other viruses. <laughs> it bullies. It bullies the other viruses. The only thing it's not like a teenager is it doesn't seem to be sleeping. It seems to be uh, running rampant. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Anna. It's interesting. I guess, I suppose, I mean, I just assumed that the pictures we're looking at are actual images of the virus. But you have to wonder, is there somebody that's like zazzing it up a little bit, you know? To make it more effective, I don't know because I'm I'm seeing different images, like with it, twins, it, so you can tell them apart. Yeah, right. Maybe. maybe. Did you see this the uh, Scottish variant that I posted on Facebook? <laughs> you what? 
<laughs> no. Oh my lord. It's like okay, a big. Let me um, check it out. Yeah, go look at it. But it's basically a big, big bagpipe, a big round bagpipe. So it's like the round virus shape, but instead of spikes, it's little bagpipe pipes coming out. And it says the Scottish, the Scottish variant. At least you hear it coming. <laughs> 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 is that the one with the big C on it? No. Oh no 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 no. That's you mean today? Mm-hmm. No no. The big C is for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh duh. Okay. Yeah, they're playing in the uh, college. Uh, they're in the college football championship semifinal on uh, Friday, on New Year's Eve. It's oh. like when I went to college, they they were barely a football team, mm-hmm. but now they're like a big sort of powerhouse i don't know that they'll beat the other big powerhouses they're kind of the little the little kid on the block speaking of bullies but um <laughs> but they're there they're they're playing for the championship so uh you know we'll see what happens i love it go bear cats woohoo <laughs> yeah i do see your scottish image <laughs> i know i'm seeing it too that is hilarious. i'm gonna put a like on it no okay. i'm gonna laugh it's gonna be a laugh emoji Ooh, i gotta laugh not just a regular laugh <laughs> So the the thing that uh, you know uh, that's interesting about this Omicron is this guy you know the CDC coming out and saying, okay, look, it it what we've learned is that it's most contagious in the first couple of days. It's it's highly contagious. It's very contagious in the first couple of days, but after five days, it's really not. So they dialed back their their um, quarantine rules. Right? They're saying if you have absolutely no symptoms but you tested positive. You wait it out for five days, and if you still have no symptoms, then you're, you know, free to leave your house. But all these other states and local agencies are like, no, no, we don't want to do that. So a lot of people are overriding the CDC in some communities and and keeping you at the the 10-day quarantine. Yeah, teachers are too. Teachers are because they're like, wait a minute, you want us to go back that soon? Yeah. So speaking of – go ahead. Go. ahead. Well – um, I just found this article yesterday, and they were talking about how, with the effect of COVID, that it's caused this different kind of feeling, which is it's not like depression, but they're calling it, the New York Times is calling it languishing. And it's sort of this, I just don't care. And when I found out I couldn't go to Portland for Christmas, and I was going to be home, basically alone, which I could go to my family, but they had all taken the COVID test. They're, they're you know, my sister's other side of the family. And it was so weird because I wasn't even sad. I was like, whatever. I don't, even, I don't really care. I just watched Hallmark movies. And I kept thinking, this is weird. And then I saw that article and I thought, maybe there's something to that. It's like it sort of knocked the wind out of us, you know? Yes, 100%. I know it's knocked the wind out of me. How about you, Anna? I'm trying to figure out. So you just like no matter what's going on, what you normally would care about, you don't. Yeah, just kind of. It's just this weird state. Not happy. Not sad. Oh, it's not caused by the infection itself. It's just like because it's of all the isolation. What's going on. Yeah, being isolation. Um, the okay. bl- it says there's a name for the blah you're feeling during the pandemic. It's called languishing. Like the neglected middle child of mental health can dull your motivation and focus. It might be the dominant emotion of 2021. And it was the most read wow. article in 2021 on the New York Times. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I can't connect with that one. I, I can't speak to it. Other than before July, when I did feel a little bit like I need to get out, but we were able to get out of the house. Things were 
opening up a little bit more. We were able to go to the office. I think maybe the excitement of of that made it so that I didn't feel like that past July. Mm, mm -hmm. Going, Going to the office is huge. It really is. Going, getting out of your house for a prescribed period of time and seeing other human beings that aren't your immediate family is really, I didn't realize how much I missed that. I love the job that I'm doing right now and I actually love the people I work with, but I sure would like to get out of the house and go see them every day. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, I think that it's huge that you get to go. And I go, you know, I go to the store. I go, we went to the see the Van Gogh thing, which was spectacular. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. So it's not like we're shut-ins here. But I think it's more kind of what I was saying before when we started about this this time between Christmas and New Year's always used to be a limbo land. Everything is limbo land now. It's like we're living in a constant limbo land. Right. Um, and like even a normal a disappointment, like for me to ne- not go be with my family on Christmas— I would be sad. I probably wouldn't be bawling, but I'd be sad. And so it was just weird. That's like, okay, whatever. I guess I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like we've gotten so used to it that nothing seems to matter. So is it, do you think it's okay that you weren't sad? Yeah, I I do because, um, I, I'm not worried, you know, I take really good care of my mental health, but it was just different. It was like, you know, there's been times when there was supposed to be something at Christmas and something has changed, and I've been devastated. You know, I cry a lot at Christmas because of having, you know, being divorced, and then all my kids pretty much married people who were from divorced homes. So, you know, there's a lot of times that I end up alone on Christmas, and it's hard. And this time, it was just like, whatever. <laughs> and and actually, I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. Oh, no, is something wrong with me? <laughs> um, now that you're talking about it, I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like something's wrong? Or do you feel like, oh, I, this is nice to not feel this? It's, it's kind of nice. But on the other hand, it's like, um, shouldn't I be more sad that I couldn't see my family? You know, like... Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if Rachel and Trey went to visit your relatives and they couldn't be- get back for Christmas, do you think you'd be sad? I don't know, because we haven't experienced—I don't know what it, that feels like yet. You know what I mean? And I'm sure—it'll I'm, get to that point, I'm sure. I mean, you know, when they're grown up and everything, but um, they, uh, they haven't left the house yet. So, yeah, I, I don't know what that feels like. Yeah, so—and um, I think that's what's weird is I do know what it's like. And it does usually knock my socks off and makes me sad. And Mm -hmm. so it was just odd that it was like kind of like, oh, it's just another day. And um, so I don't think it's like either good or bad, but I think it's a testament to all that we've been through these last two years. We've seen, you know, oh, we're going to get to go to a concert. No, we're not. Oh, we're going to get to go to work. Oh, now we can't, you know. It's almost like, you know, we don't even, when you, when you don't expect, you don't get disappointed. It's almost like that. Rather than have a big expectation, yeah. we're going to get together. It's like, we'll just see what happens, you know. I, I will tell you this. Everyone, when I'm not busy feeling like, what was the word, languishy? Uh-huh. I'm a little angry. <laughs> I'm a little angry that we're still dealing with this. 
when we have all the tools that we need, we could have really, I'm not saying we could have stopped it because it's a virus and it's global, but I feel like a lot more people could have taken it more seriously and stepped up more nine months ago and we wouldn't be near where we are now. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. Look at the transformation we went through. We're like, we're not getting the shot. And then we're like, well, I think we're going to get the shot. And then we all got the shot. And some people never kind of got to that place, you know. Right. And it's not even just the shot. It's it's the smarts. It's it's the masking. It's the, the distancing. It's like we went from everything is shut down to massive concerts and festivals. Like right. In, in a month. Like, oh, we have a vaccine. That means we can have a massive festival now. Right. And that that was really ill-advised, you know, because not only because we got in this lull where it wasn't spreading and and while it wasn't spreading it was busy mutating in other parts of the country and so that percentage of people who kind of blew it off and were like see i told you so it wasn't that big a deal suddenly it's just blasting through all of those people now and into people who did people who are masked and vaxxed and boosted and all that stuff that are still able to transmit it they thank god you don't get it nearly as severely if you're if you're you know, vaccinated and boosted. True. Um, you don't have the symptoms, but you're, you're certainly, everybody's passing it around to everybody. Um, and and now everything is shutting down again. And it just, it, it, it makes me really mad. It's like, we can't have nice things, you know? Um, <laughs> and you can't just blame Americans. I mean, you've got a whole world of people that are letting this thing incubate and mutate and do all its things but it really it really pisses me off we don't we don't have to be here we could be it wouldn't be gone but we'd be in much better shape now than you know if everybody had had put on their big boy pants a Mm -hmm. year ago now i thought i read that virus cases are surging the fastest in the u.s than anywhere in the world right now am i right or no interesting (laughs) i i hadn't heard that it's possible let me do some fact checking. Yeah. Omicron US. USA. 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 <laughs> We're number one. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, cases. US sets new record for daily COVID cases as Omicron spreads across country. That was one hour ago. US hit with record number of new COVID cases 22 hours ago. Wow. Avoid cruise travel. Duh. Uh, (laughs) yeah i can't i don't know i don't know how to ask Mm -hmm. i don't know how to ask google i wish it would just tell me Mm -hmm. (laughs) versus the world well don't ask Lori to ask siri because she struggles with that (laughs) siri and i are fighting (laughs) today i i when i texted you guys i'm like i'm going to going again to try to get a new song like song, what? Like, cool phone. <laughs> Lori's gonna sing to us. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying. I didn't get it. I just thought you were trying to come up with a new Christmas song, just like last time. <laughs> and, and I work in radio. You'd think that Siri could understand me, but no. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Siri could just tell us, enunciate. <laughs> I'm sorry, your diction is poor. <laughs> I saw a thing where they asked uh, Alexa to order a baby Jesus, and it came, when they opened it, it was a baby cheese. (laughs) Whatever that is. (laughs) 
mm. like the whole nativity set of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be so great. <laughs> Who do you eat first? <laughs> <laughs> what are those specks in there? That's myrrh. Okay. <laughs> so I saw a great meme. It was the wise men uh, coming to baby Jesus and uh they say, just to be clear, you know this is your birthday and Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Go, I go through that with Sharon every year. Her birthday is January 6th, which is Epiphany. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so this year she wanted something uh, very, a little bit out of our price range, but something that she really did need. So I was very like, okay, this is for your birthday and Christmas. This is for both of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. She gets it on Christmas. She's very happy. But I can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm like, I can't not get her a birthday present. It's just not in me. So I ordered her a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't tell you what it is because this will probably get published before her birthday. Oh, oh. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not very expensive and it's very small and it'll make both of us very happy. Mm. But I can't, I don't, I do not have the capacity to, to like not, give her something to open on her birthday mm -hmm. yeah yeah my son's yes. a christmas eve baby and same thing and his grandma yeah. oh. always combined the gifts and it was so frustrating because she just couldn't get in her head and so we tried to have a half birthday for him but then he got no gifts because everyone's like well it's your half birthday we're not bringing you a gift oh i know jeez no wonder he's struggling, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh. So he never gets a birthday present wrapped in birthday paper? They're always wrapped in Christmas paper? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I always do Christmas for him. But still, you know, it, it's like a lifetime of sort of combining and overlooking. He could never have a birthday party. I mean, who can come out on Christmas Eve? Right. right. Mm -hmm. Jeez. I know. Unfair. Yeah. Unfair. Is it the middle kid or? He's the baby. He's the baby. Okay. Hang on. Let me rewind a second. That means you were in labor on Christmas Eve? Yes, I was. Oh, my God. Wow. What was that like? That was, that was the same year that my husband had gotten a brain injury. He was hit by a car riding a bike. We think somebody tried to pass on the wrong side of the road and hit him. And so he was in the hospital for a month, and he got out, and I went into labor here he is, he's home, and they're telling me, don't give him any stress because he has a, a traumatic brain injury. And I've got two little kids at home, and I'm about to have a screaming baby. <laughs> so oh my gosh. it was intense. Wow. It was a tough season. What was the hospital like on Christmas Eve? I mean, was there anybody there? Were they like, oh, we'll find a nurse somewhere? Yeah, no, somebody was on shift. In fact, it was interesting because the doctor came in and said, oh, you're not going to have this baby for a long time. And I... I actually kicked him. I was laying in bed, and I just shoved my leg out and kicked him, and he was like, oh. And so he goes to take a nap, and, and I tell my husband, I go, this baby is coming. And I go, go get, we know, you know, Whidbey Island, we know. I go, go get Monica right now. And so he goes and gets the nurse, and we just about delivered the baby before the doctor got back. So, Jeez. Yeah. And he was a big baby. He was 10 pounds, one ounce. And so when my husband was down looking at him, these people are going, oh, and he was a beautiful baby. He, they go, oh, what a beautiful baby. And, and I, he came back to tell me, and I go, you go back there and you tell them I am five foot two. <laughs> 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 oh, 
And I always say, you're you're just lucky I didn't name you Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Or Yule. (laughs) That's funny. So, yeah, it's... uh, it was it was interesting, and yet, you know, it was the best Christmas gift to get a baby. And we had a great community. When I came home, our house had—somebody had come in and got it all ready for Christmas. And uh, one of the 4-H kids came over and actually uh, made us breakfast and helped the kids open their gifts. And it was really a, t- a time I'll always remember. So, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to be in a small community when you have tragedy. Yeah, I um, I do news for um, this very small town in eastern Kentucky, and uh, after the tornadoes hit, um, e- uh, in western Kentucky, I mean they hit a lot of places, but uh, this one town in in Kentucky, in western Kentucky, got extraordinarily um, just so many people died and so much damage, and eastern Kentucky people, and 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 a lot of this is very very poor communities, um, former former and some current coal mining communities, um, also very, very heavily hit by the opioid uh, crisis, and, um, but so generous. They filled 22 school buses worth of toys and supplies for the people of Western Kentucky. They each, whether sheriff's office, school districts, all of these people got together, and they sent all this stuff out. And on, I'm almost going to cry when I say this, but on the Sunday before Christmas, the sheriff of one of these towns put a notice on Facebook and said, we were just informed that all of the toys that we collected for the annual Toys for Tots drive were taken from Eastern Kentucky and went to Western Kentucky, for which we're very happy we were able to help. But now we have no toys left for our kids. <gasps> and so if you have it in your heart to donate again, we'll be open and, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. As far as I know, they made it. More people stepped up and brought more toys. But it's like these people gave everything they had to their neighbors to the West and left nothing for themselves. I'm assuming that they they came up with something for themselves. But I'm like, you're right, Lori. There is nothing like a small town. And I know big cities have generous people in them, too. But um, it, it there really is tragedy. And, and difficulty brings out the best in people. And nobody, I don't think anybody asks anybody, who did you vote for? Or, or did you do this? Or did you do that? Right? They just step up and they help. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Claire, you were going to, you said you were going to tell us something, but you'd say it later. Oh, the Van Gogh thing. Yeah, because we're running out of time and I want to make sure you get that in. Yeah. So, um, we went to this thing called... Um, Van, uh, I can't it's called Experience Van Gogh or Van Gogh Experience? Not Van Gogh Experience, the Immersion Experience. And that's it, the Immersion Experience, yeah. And it sounds so hokey, <laughs> but when you go, it is really magical. And, and I've always been, Van Gogh has always been my favorite artist, not just because of, of what he paints and how he paints and the, and the, way, the way his paintings change from, from when he started until he passed, but also his life story and, and how... Um, how so many things he tried and so many things he failed because his his passion uh, for painting was just so strong. It was really the only thing he could do. He just wasn't good at anything else, and he tried. And he suffered from mental illness, and he had a lot of a lot of things go wrong. Um, but his paintings are just so incredible. And what they've done is they you go into this room. It's basically usually done in a. I went to the port, the convention center in Portland where they have like a big giant room. 
And they're basically just projected images that fill the entire room of his paintings. And they play music and they have voiceover quotes. And it's this like elaborate dance of light and sound and shadow. And you just stand in this room for 30 minutes and it runs on a loop. So you can stay as long as you want once you're in. It's a it, you do timed entry, you know, and it was it was fantastic. I mean, I cried. I'm like standing in this room full of strangers. Everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's like six feet away from each other. You know, that's why they do the timed entry to make sure there's only a certain number of people in the room. And it was spectacular. It was so well done. And I was I was excited about it, but I was kind of skeptical. And now I'm so glad I went. Um, and if it, if it comes to a city near you, I, I recommend doing it. It's just a wonderful escape um, from the world. And they tell you a bit about his life story before you go in, so you're kind of like hyped up for it when you get there. And I just, I was very, uh, very moved by it. You know what? <laughs> I was supposed to go yesterday. What? <laughs> My family was supposed to go yesterday. We had tickets since I got the tickets, I think, in, in the summer. And we couldn't use them because we live on a hill and our state's yeah. just just oh, too icy and, and all I can think yeah. uh, we couldn't get out with the the COVID cases and stuff we didn't want to go into Uber and but I was able to get like a voucher so I get like two months to use it good um, good you'll love it is it is it still in Seattle or do you have to come to Portland uh no it's in Seattle good okay good, good, good. somewhere like on Occidental or something yeah yeah. yeah I love that <gasps> name of that street Occidental Occidental I accidentally did not get to go. (laughs) Hey, speaking of uptight British people. um, (laughs) How about Ghislaine Ghislaine Maxwell actually getting convicted? Madam. I was, the longer the jury debated, I was starting to worry they were going to let her go. I wonder what it's going to mean for everyone else that had been a part of, you know, his circle. That network. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't just the two of them. I mean, there was a lot mm-hmm. more going on. Um, it's funny. I, I, there were points. I didn't follow all the details. But, you know, you have to wonder if, if her doing all of that for him, if she wasn't, you know, herself damaged in some way. But there had to be a point at which she knew right from wrong, you know? Yeah. And her attitude toward the whole thing was so... She's so haughty, you know, the way mm-hmm. the judge said, are you going to are you going to testify? And she's like, no, I don't need to. The prosecution hasn't proven its case. And I'm like, oh, my God, have you not been listening for the last? <laughs> wow. You know, er- the arrogance, you know, um, but I, I listened I to a podcast on that about a year ago and they talked a little bit about her and. Just, I, I feel like it's almost like the Tiger Woods. Remember where he was just like, well, I didn't think anybody could touch me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like she's a British Jeez. heiress, so I can do what I want. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one's going to touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it's interesting what, it, you know, I was reading up on the, uh, I read the BBC News a lot. I, the gist of the article I was reading was that it won't necessarily hurt his case because none of the people who testified testified to anything particular about Prince Andrew being involved you know so it's it's neither good nor her verdict is neither good nor bad for him but I'm like how could it not be bad (laughs) you know I mean surely somebody somewhere is paying attention the he's not actually facing legal 
prosecution. He's being sued by a woman who was among that circle. And her name did come up in Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. This woman is on record as having been a, a one of the victims and part of this whole system. So I find it hard to believe that's not going to some way reflect on, on the prince. And because it's a lawsuit and not prosecution, I think the burden of proof is lower. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there because um, it's an American trial. If it, if it were in England, it would be swept under the rug. But because she's sued in New York, I think, you know, I don't think he's going to have to. I don't know. He might have to come here in person. Oof. Wow. Ooh, crazy. Kind of feel bad for Queen Elizabeth, you know. She's got enough on her plate. <laughs> <laughs> can see her now. You did what? Yeah. <laughs> Occidentally. Tell me it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Did you ever watch Mary Poppins? <laughs> I accidentally did not. <laughs> I accidentally only watched half of it. <laughs> I can see Anna on her deathbed. She'll be going like, Rachel, get me Mary Poppins. I have to watch it. Rachel, I'm not. (laughs) I won't be doing that. (laughs) I I watched half of it. Actually, my daughter and I both watched half of it. We we just didn't give it a chance after, um, I don't know what scene it was. I know I was told to like try to look at it through the eyes of an eight-year-old or something, just try to get into my eight-year-old self. And I thought I, I thought I was. I think my eight-year-old self was was always confused anyway, so, <laughs> Wait, you know, maybe you that didn't work. Confused by Mary Poppins? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I know I was paying attention. I don't know what my problem was. Have you guys, do you guys, um, have you ever seen the Holderness family that they make funny videos? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're funny. There's one I saw the other day about them the two of them just the couple not even the kids trying to watch a movie and what it's like trying to watch a movie and it really spoke to me because Sharon is just like the woman so basically he they sit down to watch a movie and she's doing everything but watching the movie right she's on her iPad she's on her phone she's got to go to the bathroom she's got to make popcorn she's got to do this and and he, this poor guy is just trying to watch the movie and she keeps asking questions and he's trying to explain it to her but she's missing things because she keeps getting up to do things and so you miss plot points when you get to do things. it's like oh man it was so funny so that's Anna that's how I picture you trying to watch Mary Poppins you probably didn't just sit down and watch it you were probably doing sixty things while you were trying to watch it <laughs> I, I and I do talk through a lot of the movies anyway just commenting and or asking questions that is so funny I am that person. <laughs> Uh, Sharon and her sister, my wife and her sister, they talk constantly through TV and movies. It drives me crazy. And I'm like, if you didn't talk, you wouldn't have missed that, you know. But it's it's not that complicated. We're not watching The Matrix or whatever. We're just straight up watching a Hallmark movie, you know. (laughs) Yeah, the comment is always... Well, they, they're about to say it. So if you just hold off. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry, Why don't everyone. we watch? <laughs> so many questions. Uh, we we oh. weren't like that. You know, before we had gadgets, we weren't like that. We just sat and watched things, right? I mean, okay, you always had to get up and go to the bathroom or make popcorn. But you didn't have other things distracting you, didn't we? used to be capable of just sitting down and watching a movie or, or how about this, going to a movie theater where there are no distractions and just watching it? Yeah, now see, I can do that. But ever since I had that Christmas baby, 
I have never been able to sit and watch a movie because inevitably he starts talking or does something and I miss half of it. So, yeah, <laughs> not fun. <laughs> is it because we've just become uh, a society that is just analytic or uh, we like to analyze a lot and we have so many questions and I don't know. I don't know. I think it's more that we have shorter attention spans. I do too. Uh, you will, That's it. And and Claire, you know this because you do news. We used to do a paragraph. Now we do two sentences. Yep. Because Oof. people don't have a long enough attention span. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. out of respect for Claire, because I know you got to get to work. Yep, oh, yeah, yeah. You guys, thank you so much for... Uh, uh, keeping me sane in the membrane this crazy year. <laughs> this is our last podcast for 2021. Remember when yeah. it was going to be 2021 and we're like, wow, finally, we're done with 2020. And it was like, oh, my <laughs> God, I think this is worse. <laughs> what, yeah. Do you think it was worse? I, I think it was as hard, different. But I think 2022, I have really high hopes. I'm not languishing over 2022. Me neither. I am Good. not going to languish in 2022. Mm -mm. I'm going to enjoy languishing the last two days of 2021. <laughs> this is not a resolution. I don't believe in resolutions. Me either. I do, I do feel like it's opening a door and walking through to a new non-languishing year. Yes. Let's mm -hmm. hold that space because the more people that think it, I think we can make it happen. I agree. Yeah. Yay. 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 Okay, everybody, get with yay. us. Think yay, 22. Woo -woo. Yay. <laughs> And oh if you're gosh. stuck at the airport right now listening to us. Yeah, or, so sorry. You know, and not just because of the canceled flights, but some of you might be actually lost in baggage claim <laughs> <laughs> with with all that sea of lost baggage. <laughs> and good luck, man. Good luck. We we do thank you for listening all year. And, and heck, uh, if you're cheers. stuck at the airport and it's the first time you're hearing us, go back and listen to some of the old ones. Yeah, we yeah. have 120 episodes. Do we really? I know. Uh, this is the 121st. Woohoo. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. So you can you can listen and learn or not. Or not. <laughs> Mostly not. Mostly not. <laughs> lots of ABBA and sometimes we sing. <laughs> yeah. And lots of TV and movie reviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. quotes. A lot of, a lot of free Britney. And yes, we did, oh, yeah. free Brit we, we did free Britney. Yes, I think it was because of listening to Lauren or not. Of course, we were all over it. <laughs> See you next year. Happy New Year. See you next year. Happy New Year. <laughs> this is Listen and Learn. Or not. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>